In this episode, we have Mario DeRocca, COO at Silver Star Transportation, headquartered in Yonkers, New York. Mario and his team over at Silver Star have partnered with Make-A-Wish for over 10 years to help provide that VIP experience for our Wish kids and their families. Here is Mario DeRocca. Mario has been a chapter supporter with Make-A-Wish for at least 14 years. That's as far back as I could go. Mario, maybe you can shed some light on if it's farther back. Uh, but welcome to the Wish House podcast, man. How you doing? How's everything? How you holding up during this pandemic? We're, we're surviving, you know, maybe thriving, but uh, we're, you know, how should we say, keeping positive, but testing it negative kind of thing. So, um, you know, we, I think it's actually more than 14 years because, you know, I've been with my father, it's going to be 15 and then Make-A-Wish was always part of the, was part of the accounts and the, the top VIPs and that, that I could literally honestly remember. So I would say, uh, yeah, 15 plus years. So, so th that's actually a great segue. So, you know, tell us a little bit about Silver Star Transportation. How did you guys start? Where are you guys based? Because I'm sure a lot of our listeners, you know, once hearing this podcast are going to want to support you because you're supporting us as an organization as well. So tell us a little bit about Silver Star and kind of how you guys got started. Absolutely. Uh, Silver Star, you know, uh, started in 19... 1979 to be exact my parents uh my father initially started it um and then my mother actually took over it um and then you know obviously that happens in marriage so you know anyways it's just a joke but uh we started off with one rolls royce my parents uh immigrated from portugal um and you know we always were in the car business uh overseas and and when we came to America, my father had three or four jobs, obviously, uh, you know, chasing the American dream. Uh, and he earned his way through it. Um, we started off with one Rolls Royce and, you know, we slowly snowballed um, from, you know, our original house to, you know, a massive facility here in downtown Yonkers that we recently acquired about three years ago. Um, you know, my father started in the retail side of the business, which is what we're doing in terms of with Make-A-Wish with the limousines and special events and, you know, uh, specialty cars from races to like exotic Ferrari limos to Corvette Z06s, the first Lincoln Navigator, the first uh, Jaguar stretches, the first Porsche stretches, the first Range Rover stretches, even the Mini Cooper stretches. All the way to like, you know, right now to, to this day, we're, we're running uh, brand new luxury motor coaches from Prevo um, specifically. And, you know, we we started off where we did with the with the specialty work and then we segmented into tourism and sports travel and corporate and shuttling uh, employees or guests or what have you at people me moving people, helping people do business, whether it was to make a special event or, you know, to actually close a deal. And we've been part of many deals that have been set on massive levels. It's just, it's been, we're part of the, uh, the framework, like you guys, you know, helping the student, helping the, the wish granters have that memorable experience. It's the same way, like, you know, someone having their, their beautiful wedding or signing a major merger. So with that being said, uh, I got involved with the company in high school. Um, I've worked, believe it or not, many hours I wasn't supposed to <laughs> in high school. Cause I wanted to, my, my, uh, my parents were, uh, specifically asking me to chill out. Um, but you know, when you love something, you don't count time, you know? So 
Um, I got involved in the summer of eighth grade into high school, into high school. So yeah, the summer of high school, uh, freshman year and, uh, worked full. I worked almost drove when, you know, it was a little bit of gray area. It's a 10 year statute of limitations. So we're good now. So we can talk about it. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it was all legal. Everything was fine. But, uh, in terms of that, I started driving. I was, uh, cleaning. I mean, you name it. I know every part of this business because I had no choice but to get my hands dirty. And, uh, you know, from there, I I got into the motor coach at Mahan College. You know, um, I chased Mahan College for years to, to do business with us, with the limousines. And the reality is, is uh, one day it was just one question. And it was literally, Mario, we need 10 buses to do a senior formal. And I, and I said, sure, with not one motor coach. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and you know, uh, wow, and that's where we started, man. I bought my first motor coach in college at 2009. Uh, my father said he would never buy a bus, and guess what? We rolled out of a dealer with the bus, and uh, to this day, we're about 25 motor coaches in, um, with everything combined. And uh, here we are, you know, in uh, 2020. Yo, bro, I got, I got, I gotta say something, man. I mean, you, you kind of touched upon a lot of things that you know, mirror a lot of my own personal experience being a child of an immigrant, of immigrants coming to this country, bro. And they came here with literally nothing. And we're just like, we're going to, we're going to create something here. But, um, but it's interesting because, you know, that hustle of having to kind of come to this country, not knowing necessarily the language and then figuring it out, learning it on the go, and then kind of bringing in the kids. Cause I spent many summers at my parents' insurance company shredding, by hand, because they didn't want to spend money on a shredder. They had me shred by hand old files, um, files from like the 70s, bro. They came here yeah. and they were like having me like shred all this stuff by hand. My hands were like calloused over by the end of the summer. But that's that kind of yeah. work ethic that we were instilled with, you know, at such an early age. Um, and then the fact that, you know, in within all of that, you know, somehow you found time to kind of dedicate to us on, on a local level to make Wish Hudson Valley. So on behalf of all of us at the chapter, I just want to say thank you uh, for that and, and for your dad's you know, wisdom to, to do that because in the midst of everything going on, he still found time to, to look out for a local charity like make Wish Hudson Valley. And in celebration of our 35th anniversary, you know, you're carrying on that torch by continuing to impact wishes and wish families. It's amazing how all these things are tethered together and how you truly are impacting people's lives. You guys have such a, such a special role in a person's life. Like you said earlier, weddings, proms, you know, family gatherings, major deals that are done in business. You're, you're helping kind of cement those memories in these people's minds. And that's pretty amazing. Juxtapose that on wishes. So wish families, for those that are listening to this podcast, one of the, and spoiler alert, you know, if you're a wish kid, probably you should turn this off so you're not listening to all the secrets behind the scenes of what happens on wishes. But one of the unique things that we do at our chapter, which is providing, you know, limo service um, for, our, for our wish kids, whether it's a shopping spree wish, getting them to and from an airport, um, really providing for them a seamless, worry-free experience, not just for the kid, but also for the family. All they need to worry about is literally packing their bags, Someone from Silver Star would be there at their door, ready to pick them up and take them to the airport. It's literally that simple. And you guys have created, you know, um, a really easy process for us to be able to kind of make all those things happen. So how does it feel 
as a, you know, in, in, in the capacity of what you're able to offer in your, in your role as, as a business, as a community partner, how does it feel to know that you are impacting so many lives every year? Because I was looking at the, I was I kind of guesstimate, but we were kind of looking at it and you guys have worked on hundreds of wishes over the years, literally hundreds and hundreds of wishes in some form or fashion. How does, have you kind of sat back and thought about it and kind of looked at and reflected on that? Because when I was looking at that, I was like, that's pretty amazing that your drivers and your company as a whole have touched so many lives in all these years that we've been working together. I mean, uh, firsthand, I, I've driven them myself. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not exactly, you know, you're, you're, when you preach on management, they say, you know, you should, you know, uh, everybody has the role and, you know, you shouldn't be doing that as the boss. You shouldn't be driving this and that. And I, and I honestly, uh, I disagree. You know, it's, uh, if you can only speak what you see, what you do. And, and in my eyes, if, if we're going to be the best, I have to be on the ground with my guys, you know, and uh, sometimes that means jumping in the car. And uh, I mean, I recently just saw you during the pandemic. Uh, you know, I think I was the first one in the seat just to feel the, the, the ground, feel what the new world was expecting at this point, you know. Um, but I just it, it's it's it brings joy. It brings uh, appreciation. It, it, it just the parents don't thank you enough. You know, it's like. I wish I could have gave the people this time the hug that I usually give, but you know, with everything going on, you're just like, you know, respecting the situation even more. And I mean, uh, what you guys do for these kids, I mean, it's like, you know, uh, I'm ready to pack my bags and jump on the plane with them too. Just it's, it's amazing what the effort that goes into this. I mean, just the back office work is impeccable you know from from your point of view you know from your planning to the fruition of it what we actually me jumping in the car and starting it on is like a third not even a quarter of the work that has to be done to make it magical you know and and for us in the drivers i mean you speak to one of our guys they have like you know whatever was going on in their life they all come back as if like someone slapped them with appreciation like it's like as if everything that was bothering doesn't matter it's like that joy just electrifies the whole experience you know it's really hard to describe because as a driver you know sometimes you feel underappreciated you know sometimes people you know uh miscalculate the importance of the situation it's not that people genuinely don't appreciate you it's just you know like i said they're making a deal they they're getting married they they, they forget to say thank you or you know, they, they don't say anything to you, but these kids, it's like never, not once. I mean, I've picked up kids myself at five o'clock in the morning and, and it's like, this kid was up at four o'clock in the afternoon. Like there was no drowsiness. It's like the excitement, like you don't need coffee, man. You really don't. It's, it's really awesome. And pre COVID, I, you know, I've had the pleasure of picking up kids at the airport, even taking them back and forth to the mall or to the Apple store if I'm, you know, and it's like, honestly, whatever they did inside the store is like half the experience. The ride is also part of the whole, you know, door to door part, which we're grateful for you guys. And, and I'm sure, and I know this, the, the kids are grateful too. I, I got to tell you, man, every child that we grant a wish for that has the experience of being in the limo, they always talk about how that was the most exciting part of the wish, despite what the wish may be shopping sprees, yeah. cruises, going to Hawaii, 
those are all amazing memories that they have together as a family, but it starts with the pickup at their house. That sets the tone for the rest of the, the trip for them. And you guys are part of that. I mean, and that's something to really be proud of and to please share that with all your drivers because, you know, the role that you guys play in making them feel special. And then, you know, on a sidebar to that, you also, one of the great things that we've been able to cultivate over the years is trying to line up drivers that also speak the same language as our families. And that makes a huge difference too, especially for our Spanish speaking families that maybe yeah. haven't traveled much. And here they have a driver that speaks their language. They're already nervous and anxious about the whole experience. And now they have someone that speaks their language. They all of a sudden kind of, it, it, take, it, it puts them at ease because they have someone that they can kind of talk to and, and, and banter with along the ride. That's something that, you know, credit to you guys and to Denise at the office here at Make-A-Wish that have really helped make that a, a regular thing. And I can tell you for a fact that a lot of the families that I've worked with directly that are Spanish speaking, they always talk about how it was so helpful to have a Spanish speaking limo driver there to help to just be part of the day. Um, and that's something, you know, again, credit to you guys for really ensuring that that lines up that way, because it makes yep. a huge difference to our families. It's like the, the Spanish speaking, the Portuguese. Spe I mean, we've had Portuguese. I think we even had French once. Mm -hmm. And th that one was a little rough because, you know, Spanish and, and Portuguese is more prevalent than French, you know, and it does. I got to tell you, it doesn't help that we're Portuguese too. So it's easier to, you know, the whole, you know, language barrier thing. So yeah. um, they've traveled before they've been on a plane or what have you. And they don't just remember because it's the first time they've traveled with their child after whatever reasons. And, you know, it's like almost like it's a new world when they come in with their child and they have a car seat. It, it, you know, it, it's funny. Sometimes we, we mix car seats up with them. You know, they take ours and we take theirs because it's like they completely forgot about what's the, they're like, just get me out of the airport, you know, it kind of, so it's, it's pretty cool, man. That's actually great. And let's explain that to some of our listeners that to give them some, I guess, behind the scenes, you know, uh, information about how these wishes work. So when we identify a wish child, they, um, and they've identified what their wish is going to be. Our wish coordinators are going in and working on all the logistics. Part of that logistics is, is coordinating for you guys, um, especially in our in our southern in our southern part of our territory where you guys can really get to. But you guys really go anywhere where it's needed as long as yeah. you have a vehicle available, you'll go wherever. Um, but once we have a child and we link it up with um, with with one of your vehicles, what ends up happening is one, you link up with a driver that, when possible, speaks their language. Then two, if the child, if the family has a child that requires a child seat, whether it's the wish child themselves or a sibling, we always encourage them to do is bring the, the, the car seat with them, have it in the limo. Um, and then when they come, when then they go off on their wish, we coordinate for another set of car seats that are available for, available for them in their rental car or in their, you know, in whatever vehicle they're going to be using while on the big, on, on their trip. And then when they come back home, well, like you said, they come out the airport it's like they never, it's like it was seamless because they go right into the limo, their car seat's right there. Yeah. And then it's like one of the easiest processes that it, it seems such a simple thing, but it makes such a difference, man, in making sure that the families are have literally nothing yeah. to worry about. They le legit, all they do is pack their bags and go. And then they come home and that's it. And it's done. And it's one of the easiest things that we've been able to work together on to really ensure that our families have that kind of worry-free make-a-wish experience. And, um, and and actually, before we go into the next thing, I just wanted to mention, 
you talk about the last time we saw each other was for uh, Wish Kids of Here's Wish, which was to have, a, have an Apple shopping spree. You know, you, you mentioned is it, that was the first kind of gig that you guys had, like during the pandemic. So what happens is, you know, um, we Silver Star has never closed since, you know, I think what was it, the emergency act that was like March 14th, 15th, something around there. Um, it feels like it was yesterday. It's just, you know, it's like a blank, you know, you see the date of March, whatever, and then blank now, you know, it's, it's, it's nuts. And I, yeah, I was one of the first, we've had a, some emergency work that we were doing that, you know, certain drivers were dedicated to that for obvious reasons, you know, uh, for exposure reasons and, you know, and skill and, you know, different scheduling per se. But when it came to like what we did with you, it was, I was the first, um, you know, I've never worn an N95 mask before, you know, in terms of prior to COVID. So putting that on during out this process, I felt like you never put it on. Right. And then I had to ask a nurse how to put it on. Right. You know, there were, you know, should I, as I asked them, should I put another one on or should I like, you know, all these, the fear of the unknown. Cause you want to make sure it was done. Right. right. And, and our vehicles were all biomedically cleaned. You, you know, the process is insane. You know, they, they put this fogger in the vehicle and we, we purposely contracted a third party to make sure it was done properly. Cause you know, it's great to have the equipment and the, and the, and the solutions, but when you're not doing it right, what's the point, you know? So we thought it was more value in having a, a contractor come in and do that and, and, you know, giving official certifications. And so, when it came to the cleanliness and, and the, the vehicle COVID or during COVID, you know, that part we, we were very confident on, uh, you know, but as the driver, like, you know, driving with a mask on with glasses, sunglasses or glasses, you know, it, you know, you, you, in fact, you can get drowsy a little bit and, you know, it's like, do we, are we okay to take the mask off for a quick second because safety over, you know, for the party versus for that individuals, if everybody's wearing their masks. So you know, uh, that was the first and, and it, it actually broke the ice for us. And it was, you know, the family was the perfect family to break the ice with because they were just so awesome, so sweet. You know, you remember they were just like happy to be out of the house, for God's sake. I mean, I, you couldn't even yeah. get you couldn't even drive down Ridge Hill. We had to stop. I had to park <laughs> the car double parked, you know, in the main road. You know, I'm like, am I who does, you know, who does that, <laughs> especially at Ridge Hill, you know, so um for you real. know it was like a new world it's like this is what we're doing pulling in like it, it was almost like media coverage for for like the super bowl stuff that we've done or the media for like basketball tournaments and you know for the main like uh international champions cup that we help cover here when the the main soccer teams come from overseas so i was used to the barricades i just didn't know you know hey, like, hey, this is what we got to do today, you know? So, you know, you, you improvise, I guess. Yeah, and I got to say, man, it, it was it, it didn't feel like it was the first time you guys were, were kind of doing this, you know, during this pandemic. It felt like this was like an old hat at that point. Like you were used to, like, it, it, it seemed like that from the outside. So props to, to you and to your entire team there for yeah. really ensuring that it was, Thank you. you know, as always, professional, courteous, on point, always uh, just always a great job and it was reflective upon the experience that the family had because we you know I don't know I don't know if you know this but after every wish we always send our families a survey to kind of find out how was the experience and everything and we always and we always get feedback for Zahir's wish we did get feedback and it was always and it was just like that everything was great everything was was seamless and you guys were a part of that so 
Um, and that's just one of recent memory. But like I said, you know, we've been working together for, you know, since 2006, officially on record, but definitely before that, uh, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so it, it's, it's just one of those things that's just really amazing. And so amazing that it's not, this is truly a family affair because it kind of went from your dad, you know, with the business and then you taking over the, you know, taking over and kind of helping out with a lot of the stuff and, and running the, the day to day. And also we have another person in your family that's helping us on wishes with painting. Can you share yeah. a little bit about that? My wife, uh, she got into the painting business. She, uh, fresh coat painters of Bronxville and, uh, you know, uh, kudos to her cause it was self, you know, created and, you know, and I'm just here as for and reinforcement. And I, I know you guys. And, and I was like, listen, I know they do these kind of things cause you hear it from the kids. And I was like, you know, Hey, you know, Melissa's business is, is soundproof as well. And, you know, and the first, and you know, and the funny part is here we are, I'm the first one, you know, like with the, the COVID situation, you know, seeing this new world that is the same world, the same air, same, you know, there's no aliens. It's amazing how you like the, the mind is really messing with you with this one. And, uh, and then with her, her first job with you guys was when she was pregnant six months and there happened to be a outbreak of measles. There was a little bit of a cluster of measles that took place in Rockland. So here she is pregnant going into that area and we knew it was going to be safe because of the child you know the parents were obviously being really safe and uh basically at that point i was like uh, mel i mean we got the job man <laughs> let's go you know i'll go with you <laughs> so i drove her there like security you know like just to make sure that like if i saw something that wasn't right you know just because obviously it's our first born in there and uh it's her first job yeah. with you guys and we wanted it to be perfect and like, like driving them, you see the kids there. I mean, they're, they were so happy to see that butterfly painted on the wall. I mean, the first job that we did was in Monsey. And then the second one was in the same neighborhood of Rockland area. And it was the same thing. I mean, the, the kids, they want to come up and hug you. Although it was just, it's, they, they, the parents almost want to cry, but they're just afraid, you know, not afraid to cry, but they're just trying to hold it together. Like they've been the whole time. And, if we can help them, you know, right. make that special. I mean, we're, we're all here for people, We, you know, to serve people. So whether we drive them or paint the, paint their rooms or whatever the case may be. And sometimes it's just more of just helping them with the luggage than anything. Or in this case, you know, I think the, 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 if I'm not mistaken, the pink um, butterfly that we painted was actually, it was part of the request, but not part of the request, but we made it work because it was just there already. You know, if I'm not mistaken, it was a specific butterfly and it just by coincidence and by, you know, you know, God laughs when we plan kind of thing. And it was, it was, it was a great experience to see too. I got to say, you know, shout out to Fresh Coat Painters uh, because like Mario just said, you know, Melissa does a great job of ensuring that everything is done top notch. Our families are just so well received and everything is again, professional top to bottom. Um, so definitely check out the show notes for Silver Star and Fresh Coat Painters. Uh, and just, you know, you, you shared a, a few different memories there between driving and, and, and the painting stuff. But, um, you know, one of the things that we have as part of our podcast is called the Shooting Star segment. So I'll just ask you a few kind of uh, a series of sure. questions and just say the first thing that comes to mind. So right off the top, we just talked about it. What's one of your favorite Make-A-Wish Hudson Valley memories 
that you can think of over the years that you've been involved with us? I would have to say a client that lived in Yorktown and the way their house is situated is on a hill, right? And they're, they're like off of 202 more or less. It was like about five, four thirty in the morning. And I'll never forget like, uh, they, uh, the, the road was very dark. So even like you know, with the limousine and, and all these lights with everything, it was a little like nerve wracking even for the driver. Cause first of all, there's cars flying by you and what have you, but it was so dark that I just remember the light that this kid brought into the car, you know, like she ran down the hill. She like nosedived into the limo. She couldn't sit still for the ride to Westchester airport, even though it was like a 30 minute ride. Not even, I mean, the car, I mean, I remember just the kid just like asking questions. I remember the mom was like laughing, like, you know, and here the, the father and mother are both coming with luggages and stuff. And like, you know, they got a kid running in the limo. It's four o'clock in the morning. You know, there's all these moving aspects of it. And obviously we're all safe, but, you know, there's so many moving parts that when I dropped off, I remember her saying something so sweet to her mom that it like even struck a string, a string with me. And uh, that was actually one of the two. And I have another one where there was there was a wish that we were waiting and not to break your question because you asked me for one, but I have to combine. It's like a one point two. She was like in her young teenager time you know like around that time she just became a teenager i think and uh you know sometimes they get like you know less thing about going to disney but this kid like she was i i, I was laughing man she was so happy she was I, I she was like i can't even believe we're going to disney world in a limo like you know why why she couldn't stop talking i was just like i i was laughing by the fact that she couldn't like ground herself and um yeah i mean there's so many more, uh, you know, but the, uh, just for now, I would combine them for those two top ones. That's exactly what we were hoping for is, is kind of for you to shed some light on those stories, because, I mean, we get to hear it all the time from the families, but we don't always necessarily hear it from our vendors like you, um, like the, the multiple drivers that help us on wishes throughout, you know, all these years. I mean, a lot of times those stories is the reason why we we created this podcast you know hear more about those behind the scenes stuff because it is it does make a difference in people hearing them and and it moves them to action which brings me to my next question which is you know what advice would you give someone in the community that is interested in volunteering whether it's you know or or um partnering up with make wish in some way like a vendor like yourself what would be some of the things you would tell them to kind of encourage them to get involved with with make wish Hudson Valley here locally I mean, just in general, of volunteering or participating in community, a lot of people feel like you have to like uh, commit your life into a scenario where you stop everything you're doing, and uh, you know you, you feel like that's the only way you'll make an impact, like you see in true media clips and you know, and exposure on like some of these news networks, and it's just you know, honestly, like the littlest thing is the impact. So. Even if you volunteer just to show up to the house, to put balloons in the limousine, that part of just, I mean, it's what, a 10-minute ride for most people here, 20-minute rides at most here in Westchester to Yorktown from Lower Hudson or even local, you know, um, Yonkers. I mean, the impact, those, they'll never forget you. Uh, and they'll never forget you. It, 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 you did more impact than you think by just helping that one girl or boy and 
you know, even myself, I sometimes ask myself, am I doing enough or not and to do more or what can I do to, to do more? And, and to, the question is answered already. It's like, just do, you know, if there's an opportunity that comes across, you know, just, just commit, you know, you're thinking too much already at that point, whether I should do it or not. If you, if you're available and you have the means to do it in the sense of time, and it's not going to affect everything else. And if it does, it's not a big deal. Honestly, what are you missing? You could always play Netflix later, you know? Right. So <laughs> Exactly. There's always time to binge watch I things mean, later on. Everything binge, um, binge on a Sunday, you know? And even if it's Sunday, you wait till Monday. What's the big deal, you know? So it's, it's all good. It's, it'll still be there. It's yeah. not going anywhere. And uh, you're not going to get smarter anyway. It's just going to just load the brain up, you know? So it's all good. And, and then our final question in the Shooting Star segment, if you could have a wish, because obviously you've seen a lot of wishes granted over the years, but if you could have a wish, what would it be? And to remind our listeners, we have five formal wish categories. They are to go somewhere, to meet someone, to have something, to be someone, or to give to their favorite charity or organization that they support. So out of those five formal wish categories, which one of those kind of do you think would be your wish? My wish, I would say it would be a debate on who, on obviously who to meet and more Elon Musk at this point because uh, of what he's doing. Because, um, I mean, he's the one taking us to space, you know. I got to say, you know, we haven't had a kid yet that's asked to meet him. Um, we've had a lot of other meets that have been kind of was like, hmm, that's interesting. Um, but <laughs> not Elon Musk. I'm, I'm waiting for the kid to, for a child to say they want to meet Elon Musk. And I'm hoping that it happens in New York and I'm hoping that I can help escort him. And I'm hoping that if that's the case, that you're going to be the driver for that. Cause then bro, I'll write shotgun with you I and we'll ask him all you. the questions we want. I'm, I can't <laughs> even tell you. I just need like one question. Like not, you know, like just give me like, like uh 10 sec, ten, like not even five minutes. That's it would just be five minutes. That's all I would need. I'm, you just put my name on the list automatically. So I got you. I, I got you. So last question for the, to close out the shooting star segment in one word, how would you describe make a wish? I want to use the word generous, but I, um, it's, it's, it, it, it downplays the meaning of what you guys are because it's like the first words that come up to my head, my mind were brilliant, uh, resilient, uh, generous. And those, there's has to be a word that represents all all three of them in one and uh but i would say stellars the only way that i would describe make a wish because i mean i there's just too many moving parts that i've personally seen to say one way you know um it's just most of the people i've met with with make a wish yourself and tom and barbara and denise and uh, well, Nancy, I mean, it's like those people, you know, you, you guys are manifestations. It's like, you guys are all different. Uh, you're like, you, you sum it all. Like you're all different. That sums it all into the one magnitude of, a, of an organization that you guys are. But what I can tell you is that we are, like you just said, we are the sum of many parts. You know, we have many people, it, it truly takes a village to grant wishes. You know, it takes volunteers donors, chapter supporters, vendors like yourself. You know, we need people in the community to, 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 to have our back. You know, we need, 
law enforcement to serve as a, an escort for our families when they're when going to you know the airport. We need we need everybody to rally around our wish kids and our families. They need these experiences. They they need these opportunities to kind of escape from the reality that they're in, which is they're dealing with a a child that has a critical illness and. Um, and that's always prevalent. That's there. That's in the forefront. That's the reason why they're even on our radar. And um, and having vendors like you to really help us provide this experience to these families and our kids, um, it would be impossible for us to do it without support from from you guys. So on behalf, again, of everyone at the chapter at the Wish House, from Tom to our volunteers and our interns, you know, we can't thank you enough. Uh, for all for over a decade of partnership in granting life-changing wishes. Our special thanks to our guest Mario for joining us today on our Wish House podcast and sharing how Make-A-Wish has touched his life and how you know we're working together in collaboration to leave a lasting impact on children's lives in the Lower Hudson Valley. To our listeners, remember, you can always refer to our show notes for additional information about the topics we discussed today. And we also invite you to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Let us know how we're doing and any questions you may want to add to our Shooting Stars segment. We're always open to hearing what you guys have to say. Special thanks to our executive producers for the Wish House podcast, Jillian Rodriguez and Sydney Wolf, for helping me put the podcast together. Couldn't do it without their collaboration. And finally, from all of us here at the Wish House, thank you for joining us. Stay safe and stay healthy.